0: Welcome to New England Beer Reviews, Episode Twenty Two, Easy Tiger. My name's TJ Davis, alongside Emily Schick. How are you today, Ask McGee?
1: Uh, pretty good, and better improvement. Uh, definitely an improvement. It,
0: improvement, improvement over what?
1: Oh, uh, my, my mean,
0: recent butt-related names for you. Yes. <laughs> All yeah. right. Um, well, I'm glad you're doing well. Shall we dig on in? Hell yeah. All right. So, as the title suggests, today's beer is Easy Tiger from Burlington Beer Company? Yes. Yes. Out of Burlington, Vermont. Well, out of Williston, Vermont. Whatever. Three, two, one,
1: crack. And this is why I'm not wearing nice clothes, because I always spray myself.
0: Yeah, I don't understand how every time you spray yourself.
1: I think it's because I open it, like, with the... Like, pushing the tab away from me rather than pulling it towards me.
0: Ah. Yep, there's your mistake.
1: (laughs) Well, there's your problem.
0: Well, there's your problem. Give me a moment. I need to take a picture because I totally forgot with one of the beers from last episode.
1: And just in case Liam actually still listens to this. Hi, Liam. Hi, Liam. Yay, Liam.
0: All right. So Easy Tiger, as we said, it's from Burlington Beer Company. It is a orange creamsicle smoothie style goes with tangerines, mandarin oranges, milk sugar and vanilla.
1: Indeed, it is.
0: I just appreciate that. Like, I really appreciate how clear all the flavors that they're going for come through in this beer.
1: I do too, but like the the thing that I'm finding is that I'm not getting like if you didn't call it a creamsicle, I think that I m- my expectations might be somewhat different. Because to me, like I can taste the vanilla, I can taste you know the goes, I can taste the, um, the citrus. Mm-hmm. but like its overall effect is not really creamsicle like for me. Is that See, just No?
0: I'm guessing it's probably not just you, but my palate begs to differ with yours because I, I do get like I think that the Goze-ishness, the goes of it, The the gauche of it, whatever, um, ends up drowning out some of that creamsickleness. But, like, I I still get, like, you know, orange, vanilla, creaminess. But the saltiness of the goes definitely, I don't think it's doing it much favors. I
1: think think that's what's throwing me off. Like, I I think it's because I'm getting. It like I can very distinctly taste that it's a goes, and it's less the like it's a it's a combination of the saltiness and like the kind of you know sort of characteristic like I don't know yeasty malty whatever profile. So like it distinctly tastes like a goes to me. It's just that like I don't know. I expect creamsicle to be sweeter than this, and it's just not.
0: Yeah, I feel you on that like it's not a bad beer by any means to me um
1: oh no it's not I it's very most likely,
0: i mean i'm not checking it in right now but this is probably like easily a four if not a 4.25 yeah.
1: yeah but it's not like a 4.75 or some shit it's oh yeah
0: no But I don't know if we've had any other creamsicle beers that are done in the style of Go's.
1: No, I don't think we do. And I mean, again, I I will absolutely applaud them for, you know, going out on a limb. Because that's definitely going out on a limb. That's not a, a combination that I would normally think of even trying. But, like, again, I'm not... I think that that might be because... It's not a style that lends itself well to a flavor that you very distinctly expect to be sweet.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, like, you read C- Creamsicle, and I know me as a kid, that was usually one of my go-tos. It was like that, um, whatever the fuck they call Cornettos in this country. Not Drumsticks, but the other company. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Oh, those horrible fucking like strawberry shortcake ice cream bars.
1: Oh yeah, remember the good humor bars. Good
0: humor, thank you.
1: Don't you remember when we lived together? I was I I went through a phase where I was into those good humor bars, but I was getting like the the different the other flavors because they have like because oh yeah, not, you not... usually
0: went through like went for like the weird stuff that they had.
1: Yeah, well they had. I was well, the, always down for. <laughs> they had like a cookies and cream one, which was solid, and then like their birthday cake one was surprisingly good.
0: Yeah, the birthday cake was surprisingly good. I mean, oh, again, was it like a like... toasted
1: almond or something too? Probably. Yeah, I can't remember. That's not a flavor that like usually jumps out at me. But like, I think that yeah, I think that there's like five or six flavors of those good humor bars. Like, folks, if you haven't if if you grew up on those and you haven't had them in a while, I don't know, maybe. yeah i was gonna say next (laughs) time you're at the grocery store just fucking pick up a box of like one of the random flavors you haven't tried like the they still hold up well in terms of like you know just the overall effect of how it works and like for an ice cream they're really not that bad for you yeah calorie wise so fuck it
0: i mean i mostly like they're too sweet for me personally these days, but like as I've gotten older, I've grown away from my enjoyment of the flavor of sweet, but they do still taste exactly how you remember them.
1: Yeah. Also, you know, <clears throat> if you don't like sweet as much, maybe toasted almonds not a bad play cuz it's, you know, not a flavor that's like as intensely sweet as the others in theory. I don't know. haven't tried it so i can't vouch for it
0: then why are you plugging things that you haven't even fucking tried like what the fuck man like our our listeners are supposed to trust us and you're just like sitting there making up lies about this toasted almond ice cream bar that supposedly exists yeah whatever (laughs) and i think the
1: thing the other thing that's throwing me off of this easy tiger is the fact that like when i was up north in new hampshire this past weekend i randomly bought myself one of those like four packs of the uh, stewart's orange cream mm. sodas oh, and yeah. it's like that's a solid iteration of a creamsicle thing and like but it's distinctly very sweet like i i definitely cannot have more than one of those in like an evening so but i burned through a couple of them and it's like it's, like, that's stuck in my brain in terms of that creamsicle flavor, and, like, this is not, like, matching up to that. The other thing I've had that's creamsicle in recent memory that's fucking amazing is if you, uh, folks, if you're anywhere near Watertown, go to, um, Deluxe Town Diner. They have a creamsicle frap.
0: And where can you find Deluxe Town Diner in Framingham? Watertown. Or Watertown.
1: I I don't, uh, I don't know.
0: Is that the one that's, like, shaped like the old-school diner that's, like, there's a fucking 7-Eleven across the street?
1: I don't know if there's a 7-Eleven across the street, but it really is. A convenience
0: store of some kind across the street?
1: Might be. It's where, you you know where all the Armenian markets are? Yeah. Yeah, it's there. It's like in, it's like in that Cambridge end of Watertown. All right. But, like,
0: before you get to, like, the Watertown Mall area, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's the diner there that, you know, when your mind thinks of like
1: Diner. diner it's there. Yeah.
0: It's I, that diner. Okay. So yeah. I know what you're talking about then.
1: That place fucking rules. Their food is so good. It's one of the few places you can still get a Monte Cristo.
0: That is awesome, but also disappointing. Cause Monte Cristos are delicious. I mean they he are. doesn't want to eat a fucking uh turkey swiss ham sandwich where your bread is fucking french, french toast. toast yeah just throw some sugar on there and fuck it we'll throw some raspberry jam at you too
1: yeah that's the thing that kind of disappointed me is the fact that like i think the last like i think the last time i'd eaten at deluxe town diner was before the pandemic so probably 2019 sometime i think it was i was doing a site visit down there or something and uh that i had gotten the monte cristo and it was served with like both a side of jam and a side of syrup and this time it came with neither and i was like uh can i at least have syrup because it's oh, like
0: really i would have gone jam
1: yeah i i <clears throat> they use real but, maple syrup so yeah oh all right
0: but i was gonna say like we've had i don't know if we've had this discussion on here but we've had the discussion before of While I don't hate maple, I will pretty much always take any other option than maple syrup.
1: Oh, I fucking love maple. And, like,
0: I mean, again, I don't like sweet, so I just don't like syrups for the most part anymore, either.
1: Yeah. Like, fake maple, not so great. But, like, anything real maple, like... It's like, if you have... If you get like a maple f- frosted donut at like Dunkin' Donuts or something, it's gonna taste like garbage artificial maple. Yeah. If you go to like, like a good Black place, Bird is that the
0: name of a donut place that has yeah, that Blackbird like awesome maple bacon.
1: But um, I also
0: dig like the dichotomy of you know maple and bacon, so you've got sweet and savory.
1: See, I can't remember if Blackbird has a maple bacon, but they very well might. Um, I know that um Union Square Donuts has a maple bacon.
0: Oh, maybe it's Union Square I'm thinking of then.
1: Speaking of Union Square Donuts, that fucking mai tai donut, Jesus.
0: Yeah, I was really impressed by that. And Me too. I, I'm not a big donut fan. And again, I, I hate that I keep on, I hate that I keep on saying this this episode. I'm not a big fan of sweet anymore, but I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. No, I I like Union Square Donuts is fucking great. Like if you get a chance to try their shit, do it. Um or if you're up in this area and you want like good solid maple flavored anything, uh Top Donut. Top Donut is a little bit more of a you know, more traditional style, but like they have a lot of stuff that's really rad and uh they put their maple on a shitload of stuff and it's all like it's distinctly like real maple and it's fucking mm. awesome like the my favorite iterations are probably the maple old fashioned and the um they have a maple eclair Ooh. where it's just like a normal eclair but instead of the chocolate frosting it's maple yeah it real good mm. it's a really good combination
0: it also makes my mind raise a question of what would happen if you you know aged maple syrup in like some charred oak casks
1: you i you've never oh you've never tried anything like that i've had like maple aged in like bourbon barrels and shit and it's just as good as you think it is mm. Mm. yeah all right there's... yeah
0: That that's probably some maple syrup i get more behind
1: yeah it's much more expensive obviously and oh, it's yeah. not a cheap thing to begin with but well, yeah hey I'm...
0: man we i think that both of us unfortunately ascribe to the ideology of like yeah it might cost a bit more but ultimately it's worth it because it's more enjoyable
1: well there's it the...
0: just operates better
1: yes and and there's another reason to do that now like if if you weren't sure about this before, the recent climate report that came out should be telling you that we're pretty fucking fucked. Like we have a chance to be a little bit less fucked than the maximum level of fucked, but like we're pretty fucked. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. eat things that you want to eat now. Like try all the fucking things, eat as much of it as you can because there's a lot of things that we're going to that there are cease to exist things, in our yeah. lifetime. Maple syrup may cease to exist in our lifetime because of the climate change here. Um, Like fucking lobster, you know, and people like uh, I was talking to somebody and they were like, oh, I got a lobster roll and I didn't realize it was going to be like 30 something dollars. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten it. And it was like, yeah, but dude, this might be the cheapest lobster is for the entire rest of your life. So like just fucking get the lobster roll and enjoy it.
0: Oh man, that's the like nihilistic thing I keep on saying recently, like concerning climate change. Myself is this is the coolest summer for the rest of our lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, and I had um my family where we're like all vaccinated at this point because we're not idiots. Um, although I can't attest to all of my family. And I'm not talking about you, Tommy. You're a good guy and you're a good dad. Keep on doing it, too, in it, fan. Um
1: Yay! <laughs> Hi, Tommy.
0: Uh, hey. But, like, just breaking apart a whole lobster, it's so much easier now because their shells don't have the water cold enough to actually solidify as much as they used to. Yeah and like lobsters are going to get smaller and more expensive and also keep on moving further north. Yep. until the ice caps totally melt. Although I am not going to lie. I am curious what Antarctica looks like with no ice.
1: Here's another question. How I like cuz I know that I know that there's a potential for the jet stream to shut down. I don't know if, how that would impact our climate, but I know that like, oh, man. that would massively impact like, you know,
0: Europe. Our, our two primary jet streams are on the verge of collapse. So, the West Coast and the East Coast one. The East Coast is like a little bit closer, but if that jet stream collapses, it kind of fucks Greater Britannia, largely. Yeah. I mean, it fucks Greenland and Iceland, too, but, you know, they, they don't have...
1: All of Northern exports. Europe. All but of yes, Northern Europe.
0: All of Northern Europe. Um, Scandinavia is probably fine, at least for the time being.
1: Mostly because they're used to that shit.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Hey, welcome to The World is Fucked with TJ and Emily. <laughs> We're going to tell you that the world is Fucked. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, we don't even have to go into the other bullshit. Yeah. I mean, and also, the U.S. is a terrible fucking country. Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, there are things about this country that I love, but even just in our lifetimes, I have seen a massive deterioration in our credibility
1: yeah and I'm I like i I question how much of it is really the character of the people, which i I really really hope it's not that um I think that
0: i our, mean I think, I think our decent, political
1: system is fucked I mean, I think that for if nothing else, I think that um, I think
0: a decent portion of it is generational spe- conditioning,
1: but special interest donations need to end,
0: yes. Because lobbyism needs to be outlawed in this country.
1: I saw a video on TikTok today that was a a dude talking about how basically, no matter where on the scale of like 0% of the population supports it to like 100% of the population supports it, you have about a, for average people, you have about a 30% chance just straight across the board of like whatever legislation getting passed. whereas. I think it's
0: closer
1: to, like, 33, is a third. The line is closer to ideal for uh, rich folks and businesses and special interests because they're the ones who actually drive our political system. And, like, if we could eliminate that funding source, then that could give the power back to the people so we might actually get stuff done that we actually want.
0: Why why, why do you think that... um... You know the IRS operates as it does in this country, instead of what is very clearly a more logical form of operation for it.
1: Yeah, because it fucks us and it, get, it benefits rich people. It's the same yes. reason that like universal healthcare is never going to pass because
0: I mean also H and R block. But well, like universal healthcare isn't going to pass because let's socialism. Not that you know the people calling shit socialism even know what the fuck that word actually means it just that means something like i don't agree with that so it's socialism
1: and yes i know that those people are loud but at the same time like more much i i think greater than 50 percent of the country supports supports medicare for all yes because they recognize that you know things would be better for even even if you're ignoring that it would be better for other people it's still going to be better for you and most people recognize that but like, but there are it's also not some going, people. Healthcare who, lobbies there, are there a there problem. There are many
0: people who vote over, who vote some principle over something that actually supports them, because they're not for it if it helps that person. So I'd rather, oh man, what what's what's yeah. The but if we had direct representation, I'd shoot myself it in would the probably foot pass. Uh, that just reminds me of one of my favorite, uh, Mel Brooks movies, History of the World Part One, where there's a segment that takes place in ancient Rome, and they have a vision of the Senate meeting in ancient Rome, and, you know, the guy on the podium is like, do we want to, do we want to help and give more and raise up and build up all those around us for the betterment of our city? Or do we want to say fuck the poor? I'm I'm guessing that you can guess what yeah. they said. Yeah. You gotta watch that sometime. It's yeah, I really do. One of my favorites.
1: But I mean that's the thing that's interesting about the dividing the political dividing line in this country is that a lot of it is based on, you know, people who are willing to give up things to support uh, you know, Stuff that benefits people other than themselves, but benefits society as a whole, versus people who are only in it to benefit themselves.
0: Yes. (laughs) All right. Not you. Um, Also, you know, people with money are against it because most likely to pay for those social programs, we'd have to move money around. First off, I I would personally say let's take money away from like our military spending. Um, and that can go to other places. We also need to cease the sale of No, uh, oh, a progressive tax would fix a lot of our problems. to police as well. Um, but yes, like, taxing people who, taxing people on a sliding scale who make more than, you know, X amount but like the people who are all pissing and moaning about it are the people who are convinced that they are all One day millionaires
1: Billionaires do not need to exist
0: Oh, billionaires don't need to exist Like, fucking, you know Make yourself You know, a hundred million dollars And then you get like a plaque Like you do from YouTube of You won capitalism Everything else now is going for the betterment of the world
1: yeah, and I'm not even sure that that, but, like, I don't know, once you once mean, not you're, everything,
0: but, you know. But,
1: yeah, once, you're, once your income reaches a certain point, it's like, I don't really give a shit. Like, you should be taxed, like, 80 to 90% of your fucking income if that's yeah. the case. Like-
0: There shouldn't be people like Jeff Bezos that exist, given that all he ever did was just be like, what if we were a bookstore, but online?
1: You know what fucking rules about his ex-wife and why I know that, like, there was a good person in that relationship and the other one wasn't is the fact that his ex-wife has basically take Because he did, they didn't have a prenup. She took, like, half his shit and then donated most of the money. Awesome. Yeah.
0: I mean, I kind of hope that we get the same thing from Melinda Gates. Like, we probably will. Hey. Or, like, everything that she has... Will just be going to charity. Do they even have kids?
1: I don't no, know. I'm pretty sure they don't. We're
0: getting totally distracted because we're like 23 and 23 minutes and 40 seconds in.
1: All um, right. Let's talk about fucking beer yeah.
0: now. We should talk about some beer because we've know, had some beer.
1: You know what helps fix all of this like depression about wor- the world and like that stuff is beer.
0: <laughs> Nothing beer. like a depression nothing like a depressant to chase away the
1: blues
0: (laughs) oh simpsons line come on you don't uh Eh. jesus christ emily i am disappointed in you but that is a classic mo line
1: all right so we had a series of things um
0: most of them were not good
1: yeah, most like, of it. Again, was,
0: none of the stuff that we have is
1: bad. Bad. It's just mediocre. But it's
0: like, yeah, uninteresting.
1: So let's start with one that was like less bad. So, Exhibit A is just a kitten. Um, I'm assuming that it's just.
0: I think that that was the best one that we had of the stuff we had together. Um, it's oh, just it's just like why. a. It's Citra Mosaic and Vic Secret, but we were disappointed that they t- it tasted like they put too much in, in the whirlpool instead of saving more for the dry hop.
1: I mean, I also like I th- isn't that essentially just like a uh more session version of Cat's Meow?
0: Um, yeah, I think so because it's I only five percent. So. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Does cats meow have a different hot profile?
1: I honestly don't remember.
0: Well, here you can keep going on. I'll find that out.
1: But yeah, I I I liked just a kitten well enough. Um, I think that I, I I would say that I like uh cats meow better. But again, that's because the Lower ABV usually translate in it translates into less flavor when you come when it comes to New England style stuff. Um, but you know, I generally dig Exhibit A. I think that
0: they're probably the most consistently good brewery, especially in Framingham.
1: In Framingham, yeah.
0: Not to say that, like, Jack's Abby, or Springdale are bad. They're just unimpressive.
1: Yeah, generally speaking, I agree.
0: Um, So I looked it up. Cat's Meow on Untapped does not show us, does not tell us what the hot profile is. So I don't know if it is the same.
1: I think it Um, is, though.
0: It's 6.5 instead of a 5%. So uh, Just a Kitten is the session version. Um, And... Both of us gave it a four point five, so we both like this one. We both like Cats Meow more than we like
1: Just, Just a kitten. kitten. But yeah, I gave Just a Kitten a four, so like that's not bad, especially for like a more sessionable sort of beer. Like that's that's pretty good. And moving on, we yeah, had especially
0: for a session. I didn't even like connect that it was a session initially, but like it's good. It's not great sessions are usually a little more disappointing than, you know, give me a proper ale.
1: Yeah. So, we had, next we had Great North aleworks Hazy Rotation Pink Boots Blend 2021. That I was... really hope
0: that some of the money for the sales of this actually went to, like, breast think, cancer research.
1: I think they did. Um, like, I, I
0: hope so, because there are too many companies out there that just, like, Try to cash in on it and then give like 0.001% of sales to charity. Yeah. So it's like, what's the fucking point?
1: And my hope is also that that beer had, you know, gone a little funny because it had been around for a while. Because like, I did not enjoy that particularly at all.
0: I mean, the average rating for it is under 4%. And you gave it a 3.5 i gave it a 3.25 so even if it wasn't as good as it could have been it still doesn't seem like it was that good to begin with
1: no probably not i mean i like i again i applaud great north for trying but like a lot of their stuff is just kind of a miss for me at least it just i don't know yeah i don't
0: think i've had anything from great north that it's like ooh yeah
1: yeah no there's there's nothing in particular And then next, we had Squeeze Me Please New England IPA by Pipe Dream, which I believe actually had citrus added to it as well as just being a New England-style IPA. Casey New
0: England-style IPA with 450 pounds bright tangerines.
1: So, remember how we were saying that, you know... Pipe Dreams sweet spot is especially their candy sours, but like kind of sours and stouts versus the hoppy stuff. This is an example of that.
0: Oh, I don't even, even know if I've had any of their stouts, <laughs> but like definitely yes, their you sours. Have.
1: You've definitely had like the snickerdoodle and
0: oh, uh, yeah, the yum, I yum cookie stout. About that.
1: Yeah, okay. usually their beer with stuff in it works out pretty well. Um, this is th- why I
0: use untapped, untapped, U N T A ppd.com
1: yeah. because uh,
0: I can't fucking remember everything I've had.
1: Hell no. Um again, not terrible, gave it a 3.75. Um but like pipe dreams hoppy stuff generally doesn't do it for me except but like it's It's always kind of worth trying, because remember that time it was like, oh man, Cotton Candy IPA, like, I've got to fucking try this, even though it's got a super low rating on untapped, and it was Mm -hmm. amazing. It's like, everything they add candy to is fucking magic, including their IPAs, and it's like, all right.
0: I totally forgot that that Cotton Candy IPA was a pipe dream as well. (laughs) Yeah. Because that thing was awesome.
1: Yeah. You and I loved it. It turns out most people hated it, and it's like, well... I'm fairly certain
0: goes... that you and I were the only ones, maybe outside of a four-pack, that bought that.
1: Yeah, we bought it multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Shit was good. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, uh, like Smooth Beats Miami good.
1: Yeah. Where is... Man,
0: speaking of, have you drunk your... No. Oh, man. I want to talk about that, even though it's not New England, but... We'll get to that at a later date, friends.
1: So, yeah, the squeeze me, please. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not terrible if you're looking for, you know, a New England style IPA that's got kind of a little bit more of a citrus punch. I think that if I recall correctly, this one had a little bit more bitterness than I generally like. But
0: Yeah, I think that was one of my complaints for it as well.
1: But still, you know, it's serviceable. Things that were less serviceable
0: <laughs> Keep keep in mind we, we should let you guys know There are a few beers that we're going to talk about In this next area That we ended up getting for free So we yeah. went to uh, Fort Point Market After going to Row 34 and um, Trillium. Trillium So some of the beers that Well I actually think both the beers we're talking about today Are from that trip Yes but, they are As we were going out, the person working at the counter was like, hey, do you want some free beers? It's like, yeah, sure. What the fuck? Why the fuck not? So our first one is the Barrel House Z. Stay classy.
1: And by stay classy, they mean stay merp.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty goddamn mediocre.
1: Like, honestly, it's like, it's a West Coast-inspired kettle-hopped with Cascade just for just enough bitter background to balance sweetness. And that's not even a real sentence. Dry-hopped with Cisco, Citra and Cascade. Okay. Where to begin with my problems with this? Like, you're going for a West Coast style. That's fine. That's really not my jam. Not a thing that I would have bought. Um... Kettle hopped with Cascade, Cascade's got a fair amount of bitterness. You're adding more than just enough bitter backbone. You're adding a fairly significant amount. And the Citra and Cascade dry hop is not enough to compensate for that for me. So I gave it a 3.5. Like, again, it's not the worst thing ever. I'm sure if you're more of a West Coast style person, you might actually really enjoy this. I am not. And, you know, it's not something that I would waste the calories on, given the multitude of other choices that I would rather have. Yeah.
0: Uh, I like, I love that we live in a galaxy of beer. Yeah. And there are so many better things that you could spend your time imbibing and enjoying instead of this beer. Which, unfortunately for, I think, me at least, I think probably also for you, is kind of the pattern when it comes to Barrel House Z.
1: That I, is I, the pattern for me, yeah.
0: I don't think that I've ever had anything from them that's like, wow, I really like this.
1: No, we- Weymouth has...
0: A much better brewery.
1: A much better brewery. Like, spend your calories and money there. Yes. Yes. Check out, out
0: Vitamin C. That's C-S-E-A. <laughs> vitamin C in Weymouth, Massachusetts.
1: Oh man, I'm totally hitting them up like the the week after Labor Day because I've got a site visit in Situate. Nice. Because I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a get me some of that and I'm also going to get me some uh, fucking Mary Lou's.
0: Always good too. Hell yeah. I don't really like sweet that much, so not for me. But I know how your coffee goes. So,
1: well, my coffee goes everywhere from like yeah, pitch I- I black. I love
0: I love that you have like started going like just pure black coffee all the way to like no, I want some like froofy fucking shit in my goddamn coffee.
1: Yeah, I I ha- I I like is coffee involved? I'm happy. Seriously, like I you know. Like, just because I start my day with a a black cold brew doesn't mean that I don't want some sweet garbage. Mmm, sweet garbage. So, would
0: you like to talk about the apparent one beer that you checked in while on your romantic weekend?
1: It was not a romantic... That was not at the romantic weekend. Oh,
0: yeah, no, that's not the romantic weekend.
1: I I checked in at Rachel Carson National Wildlife Refuge (laughs) in Wells. So, no, it was not the romantic weekend. Um... So, I was provided with a pour from Poppy's Moonship with Blackberries by Schilling Beer Company. Um, Poppy's Moonship is, I think, a. Like, if you're really, really just looking for, like, a straight goes, like, with nothing added to it, it's not a bad example of the style. I think that's really more Schilling's thing is like taking basic European beer styles and doing them well, which like, again, I support it. I think that that we need to have places like that. But like, it's a fairly boring beer if you want more than just the basic style and adding a little bit of Blackberry to it didn't fix that for me. So it's not. It's by no means a bad beer. It's just a lot less interesting than I want it to be.
0: All right. So that's another problem with like the new headphones. Is I'm trying to like tip my head back to um, finish my beer. My headphones are falling off.
1: Oh. You gotta tighten them up, dumbass. Mine don't have that problem. And my head's smaller than yours.
0: Um, That's part of the problem.
1: <laughs> you can tighten them up.
0: My, my head is bigger than yours.
1: Oh. Why is his head like, so big?
0: My, my things are like fully out. And the reason I have like one side flipped out is partially to be able to hear my own voice. And also partially because it's more uncomfortable to have it trying to fit
1: it's not my fault you have a giant skull
0: yeah I got a big dome you do just all the more pronounced given my um, George Carlin hairstyle
1: and then I'm the tip like, jo- he greasy if, if, head
0: if George Carlin was a fat viking <laughs> with a really big yes. skull yes um, too. yeah I believe it is time now for beer number two. Beer number two comes from us again from Burlington Beer Company because this is a double feature. Beer two is Double Island Walking, which is a weaker title and why we started off with Easy Tiger. Three, two, one, crack.
1: Only a little bit of spray.
0: Only a little bit. Okay. Only slightly, only slightly.
1: (laughs) Indeed. I almost picked up another IPA by them today because they had a new one when I was at AOTS and I was like, we're about to do two. So instead I picked up two um, Stone Faces. All right.
0: Coming soon to a podcast near you. A double feature of Stone Faces.
1: Like, there are, you know, a lot of fairly mediocre breweries in many states, in New Hampshire included. Uh, stone Face? Not, like, wildly exciting to me, be- but, like, I mean, honestly one of the more solid ones me. that are out there. Yeah. especially for their, their hoppy stuff it's really their hoppy stuff that they shine at All oh, right, this so smells good
0: Double Island Walking it's a milkshake style double IPA double India Pale Ale brewed with toasted coconut passion fruit, vanilla, and milk sugar yes oh man, yeah, no, this smells awesome I'm mostly just getting the passion fruit off the scent.
1: The fucking coconut comes through beautifully.
0: Oh, Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. No, that's fantastic. I, I get I get the vanilla. I get like the creaminess that we get from the milk sugar. And I get that coconut. Like, that coconut is such a pleasant, non-artificial coconut flavor.
1: Agreed. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. All
0: right, so this is probably like winner, winner, chicken dinner of today. Um, Again, less interesting title, but better beer.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, we pick our starting beer by which one makes the more interesting episode title, so... Yeah. And also... I'm glad that we went this direction because again, I don't hate Easy Tiger. It just like isn't everything I want it to be quite. Yeah. But like
0: I, We said what? Like 4.25 for that.
1: Yeah, but like and, if
0: but like this is probably I don't know, most likely one of us do 4.5, one of us do 4.75 so we balance each other out.
1: Yeah, it feels about right. Like
0: Just like yeah, I'd say I'd put it at like a 4.66.
1: Yeah, this is fucking outstanding, but, like, I guess what I'm saying is, if we'd gone the other direction, I think that I would have been much more disappointed by Easy Tiger. Mm. I concur. Oh, this looks like fucking... Not quite orange juice, but some kind of juice. This is... It even... It looks right, it smells right, it's got... Mm. A really it, nice hot profile that comes through. It
0: is everything that I want it to be. Exactly. Like it's still not like, hey, we're fairly reservist. I don't know. Um, conservative. Ugh. Ew.
1: <laughs> you but said like,
0: the bad word. We we don't we don't give fives all the time. So when we do give a five, it is something that's beyond great, like something that approaches phenomenal.
1: The only reason that I wouldn't I'm, I'm considering not giving this a five is the fact that, like you said, there's passion fruit in this, too, right? Uh, yes. It's not coming through much in the flavor.
0: Um, Not much in the flavor, just really in the scent for me.
1: Yeah, but that's the but thing. But like, is at like... least
0: the scent gives me the experience of the passion fruit as I drink the rest. As I drink and savor the other flavors through my tongue.
1: I'm trying do, to do find an not... excuse to not give it a five. Okay.
0: Do you not taste it with your nose? Because like I, I, I taste things with my nose. Like they're ugh, taste your
1: but... butt with my nose.
0: Ew. Ew. <laughs> Um, That just destroyed my train of thought.
1: Yay! I win.
0: (laughs) Welcome to uh, psychological um, architectural disasters. So what you see right here is that he built up the architecture of his psyche too much in a wrong way. So now it just acts as like a house of cards in a hurricane. Let's watch it fall. (laughs)
1: yeah your house of cards is like two cards that are tented and like shaking
0: (laughs) every time i try to put them up they fall and just go damn damn damn
1: (laughs) yeah basically so all right
0: let's get back to some beer
1: Let's go back to shitting on Barrelhouse Z, apparently, because the next one we have to talk about is another one we got for free from them. Well, not from them, but from a store that was made by them. And it's called Dolphins on Parade. It's another New England-style IPA, and it is also aggressively mediocre for many of the same reasons that I've already discussed with the last one. Yeah.
0: I'm not trying to say, like, you know, fully avoid Barrelhouse Z. I think that
1: if you're more of a the West stuff... Coast fan, if you're like yeah. annoyed by the fact that like all of your IPAs nowadays are like New England style, check out Barrelhouse Z. They'll they'll help you out in terms of that. Like, well, it's not really West Coast style. I mean, I guess that I would call it more of like. Before New England-style IPA became a thing, it was there was an East Coast style that was a little bit less aggressive than a full-on West Coast style, and that's probably where I would place these.
0: They're not things that do it for us, but there is probably an audience for everything, for everyone. Yeah. But ultimately, Barrel House Z, step up your game, guys.
1: I just, I mean, I, like, can I just say that it, personally... I do not miss bitterness from hops at all. There's no part of me that misses that being a part of beers. Like I get every generally... once in a
0: while. And I know like my go-to beer is still delicious IPA, which does have like a bit of that bitter
1: a little bit, but not a lot. It's well yeah. balanced with other stuff. Like,
0: but I feel you that's why I usually always go for uh, new England style IPAs these days. As long as they're made well.
1: Yeah, basically. But yeah, I, I do take some issue with it being called a New England style IPA because I don't think that it's accurate for the style. I just don't.
0: Sorry, which beer are we talking about again? Oh, that Barrelhouse Z. Yeah, fucking Barrelhouse well, I mean... I don't think the other one was claiming itself to be a
1: yes they new were in style well on un- their untapped styles are listed as i, I- as new england style ipas
0: uh, the state classy is listed as ipa american
1: mm. okay
0: but dolphin Island parade is listed as ipa new england so it was going for new england style but still it
1: too Missed much west coast influence me. yeah
0: yeah uh, next up we have quay hog Republic Golden Ale from Mayflower Brewing Company.
1: You know how to fucking pronounce that correctly, you dumb shit. Oh,
0: I I say Quahog because of a random episode of um, Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. That there's somebody who once pronounces the word as Quahog. But Quahog.
1: I mean, Um, for a golden, it was actually pretty solid. But Goldens aren't very interesting to me, so I gave it a 3.5. Like this is a there's a very big difference for me in the three point the the because like it's fine
0: and it's technically good. Yes. But it just didn't do it for me. Like if somebody is getting into beer and wants to start exploring different styles, I think that this is actually probably a pretty great intro beer, most likely. I mean, it's
1: got a lot more interest than a lot of goldens do. I mean, it's the same thing where we talked about the strawberry whale cake, you know, cream ale from Burlington. It's like you're not, you're, you're kind of, you have kind of a ceiling for like a rating on that type of beer. I mean, same thing with goldens because like it's just not a particularly interesting style. So when you're comparing it against like the whole spectrum of beers. It's gonna fall a little bit flat that doesn't mean that it's bad for its style or that I don't like it for a you know for for what it is whereas like the barrel has Z ones that I gave the 3.5 to those were actively a disappointment for me this was not a disappointment it was just it's like oh it's a solid golden but that still means it's a fucking golden so I'm just I'm never gonna get as excited as I am, as I do about other things.
0: Again, I concur. (laughs) Like, seriously, it's not a bad beer. And if you're just introducing yourself to beers or trying to introduce yourself to specific styles, it is a really good example of a golden ale. It's just, they're not exciting or enticing for us.
1: Right. So, yeah, there there is a different... There's a qualif- qualification there when it comes to the rating system. So, you know, it the, you kind of need to know the context of, like, what style it is and how we feel about that style in general. Um, anyway, moving anyway. on. We tried a couple of things from... I would assume that it's pronounced Zoda, X O T A brewing. Uh,
0: I would I would say it is Zoda as well.
1: Um, these were passed on to uh, me. Where's
0: Zoda out of? Uh they're out of Waterboro, Maine. Thanks, TJ. You're welcome, TJ. So
1: <laughs> these were passed on to me via uh, my dear friend Charis from my other wonderful friend who i haven't seen in far too long uh tim aballo and folks he has his own podcast it's called drinking with pete and tim you should check it out um and he's in several bands uh outsiders punkabilly rock or outsiders pbr and yeah. <laughs> oh All yeah. right.
0: no that that's great i i fucking love that name <laughs>
1: And then he's also in Mean Mug with other friends of mine. Anyway, so from what I'm told, I think that Tim works at Zoda now. Tim used to own a bottle shop, but I don't know if that's still in existence. Again, I haven't seen him in years at this point. So, um, we tried Wildflower. Wildflower. Which is a a whit beer, wheat or wheat beer. Um, I believe it also had what, a little bit of uh, wildflower it was like honey.
0: meal and honey, I think.
1: Yeah. And so
0: even though it was I think that night that we were hanging out, the best thing that we had at three point seven five from each of us. It would have been higher if the flavors came
1: through more. Agreed but like for a wit beer i don't know that you really want a ton of aggressive flavor i think this is another one of those cases where like if you're sticking oh, to if, yeah if you're sticking to that style there's going to just sort of be a ceiling for the, the 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 rating that i'm willing to give it because it's a style that doesn't interest me quite as much but i thought that it was a solid wit beer so you know, if, if you're generally a fan of that, if you're if you're not into, you know, a lot of like intense or crazy flavors, like if you can get your hands on it, give it a shot. Um, we also tried another from Zoda, that is called the best beer you've never heard of, that was done in collaboration with the Outsiders PBR actually, and uh, it's an IPL. Which again, there's a ceiling for that style for me. Yeah. Basically, anything that's lagered is highly unlikely to really grab my attention for the most part. Um,
0: and for the third time, I concur.
1: <laughs> I agree with you completely. Anyway, um, stealing from other podcasts. You
0: son of a bitch, I'm in.
1: Or shows. Um, so yeah, this one, I, like, I think that, again, I don't think it's a bad beer, I think it's very drinkable, it's just not quite my my it's go-to nothing, sort of thing.
0: Yeah, it's nothing I'm gonna go out of my way for. Um, it, <laughs> it's fine, it's drinkable, it's not a bad beer, but, again, like, IPL is just not a style that either of us have a great interest in.
1: Yeah, it's why like I mean, uh, god, I can't even remember the name of the one that fucking Jack Sabby makes cuz I give that little of a shit. I've had it a bunch of times.
0: Yeah, I've had I it just, a bunch of times. I
1: it's, just don't fucking remember. It's only,
0: not it's not Hypo- Hoponius Union.
1: It it might be. Okay. I think that might be it. But it, yeah, it like like I said, lager stuff usually doesn't do it for me unless you are adding some kind of aggressive flavor, which doesn't usually lend itself well to lagers. Laggers I can get on board with in the summer, especially, like if it's really hot out, but like even when it's really hot out, nice. I haven't had to spend a lot of time dealing with it because of air conditioning. So, like, I haven't felt a strong urge towards like. That sort of thing, yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, once again, check out Drinking with Pete and Tim. Um, it's actually real fun. Tim is an extremely entertaining person to listen to, and I think that basically what I haven't listened to it for quite some time, and in, uh, in, in all fairness, um, I've, I've you know focused way too much on the more oh I don't know bad stuff happening sort of podcasts but uh you know it it it's the terribleness
0: uh, of everything else in the world makes me forget how terrible my life is
1: <laughs> more the episodes that I've listened to are basically like the two of them talking about you know just sort of news current events whatever so there is plenty of that you know doomy gloomy stuff but they're also like actively trying to get drunk while they're doing it, uh, like whereas we're we're like drinking because it's part of what we're doing is reviewing the thing, but like we're not actively yeah, trying to get. We're, drunk. we're
0: not we're not trying to do a power hour of shots of one fifty one. Oh. Ew, just thinking of that gives me alcohol poisoning. Gives me alcohol poisoning.
1: Man, I used to be <laughs> able to do that shit like you know it's it's funny like it, it's just amazing how like your alcohol tolerance while well, generally speaking kind of plummets as you get older but also your <laughs> if you don't keep up with the practice yes. <laughs> but also the I mean again See, you're shuddering at doing lesson, shots you're lessons
0: doing learned kids if you want to be a real alcoholic you've got to commit while young <laughs>
1: Do not listen to this man.
0: Do no, not um, listen to this man. I, I am I am shitty life pro tips.
1: I'm closer to life pro tips, but I'll absolutely give you way more fun, shitty life pro tips than TJ will.
0: Yeah. Uh. All right. I think that we finally made it through all the beers that we've had since the last time we had an episode. Which we yes. probably should have saved like one or two because... Who knows how many we're gonna have for the next episode?
1: Yeah, I mean mi- I might actually make some executive decisions and drink some stuff like cause uh going to a one year old's birthday party on Sunday, so that's that's totally a thing I'm planning on drinking at to an extent at least, so
0: just don't reach the point of inebriation where you no. Imagine the baby is a pigskin and you just try to punt it.
1: Nah, I couldn't because he's also like the raddest small child I've ever met. Oh, his yeah. His parents are super no, rad. No, I, like,
0: so. I, I don't want to like call out names on that because I don't know how certain people feel about their privacy, but they're fucking rad people and I'm sure they're going to raise a fucking rad kid.
1: Yeah. But. Yeah. So um yeah, so I might actually get something done this weekend. Like like I said it, it you know like it's harder to get myself to spend time drinking when I'm spending a lot of time with someone who doesn't drink. But whatever. Whatever doesn't really bother me that he doesn't i don't believe it or not folks i actually don't drink a lot so trying to do homework for this podcast gets uh challenging at times uh,
0: i am the alcoholic of this podcast but yeah um
1: there's a big i don't uh, know man we're at like
0: we're at like 59 minutes now. Do we even want to get into like brand new cherry flavor? Because that's no, going to add it. on let's like just... another 20 minutes for us at least.
1: Let's just call it.
0: All right, cool.
1: Because I need um, to pee anyway. So let's just call it.
0: Yeah, man. I don't have to um, pee real
1: bad. But also, I, I mean, I still have beer to drink, but. And
0: as do I. And I also have a feeling I'm going to have to like cut uh, five ish minutes. But yeah. Um,. Do we just want to wrap, wrap it up, wrap, 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 wrap it up?
1: Um, here's homework for next time, guys. Watch Brand New Cherry Flavor. It's fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, it's fucking awesome.
1: Uh, If you're, if you can't handle body horror, maybe skip it, but it's fucking yeah. awesome if you can handle it. <laughs> um, and...
0: If you like that, uh, sign up for Shudder. Um, I can probably generate some sort of code. But if you like brand new cherry flavor, then you should also watch Channel Zero, which is only streaming through Shudder.
1: Uh, I've only si- seen one season of it, but and, which was Butcher's Block. But like that, it it the one season I've seen is fucking awesome, and I do want to see more of it. It's just like very much like beer these days. There's just way too much pop culture shit out there. Like I can't consume. I literally do not have the time to consume everything I want to consume. Like
0: the, I'm the, unemployed and I don't have the time to consume everything I want to consume. Yeah, because It's why I've always said sleeping the, exists. Greatest super, the greatest superpower would be multiple man but with quantumly entangled minds. So each iteration of you would have the collective memory of all of you.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty handy. Um, and also, theoretically, you'd have separate livers, too, which is awesome.
0: Oh Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I could travel around the country and have, like, 50 different ones of me's. <laughs> and just drink at every brewery. And people would wonder, like, how is he in fucking Maine on a Tuesday and And then like Tuesday morning and then how is he in Nevada at like Tuesday evening and then how is he in Germany by Tuesday night it doesn't make sense man oh yeah I'd be that asshole yeah
1: (laughs) it, it, it would be pretty fun to fuck people wouldn't it um but yeah the other thing that I highly recommend and Cody Johnston Come on any podcast. We're starting another one that's more like pop culture It's supposed to be about movies, but we'll fucking talk about a show if you'll come on it. Let's talk about the fucking Expanse together, dude, because you clearly love it and you're right to because it's awesome. I'm only like halfway through what exists right now, but like,
0: yeah, Jesus to,
1: Christ, it's fucking awesome. I apparently and
0: need to watch that myself as well.
1: I mean, it has a lot of direct parallels to yeah our current society for one thing but also oh i take it it, you
0: watched the most recent episode of some more news
1: yeah where he he was
0: like talking about bezos and the expanse and like come on you own this show learn the lessons of this show because you know fucking, it just seems like bezos wants to evacuate the planet of the underlings and force them into space to work for him
1: (laughs) this is what you don't the the things that you miss by not listening to the podcasts is the fact that cody's been talking about the expanse like on like very often on both podcasts for like a couple of months now at least Mm -hmm. um but yeah, there's a lot of parallels in, to modern life in The Expanse. I think that the you know character development story, all of that effects are usually pretty solid. There's a couple of moments where the CG is not that great, but like, generally they're really good with it. The thing that's really impressive about The Expanse versus other shows is the fact that The Expanse gives you much more accurate scientific basis for like how things might play out in terms of, like, space travel and colonization and stuff. Like, warp drive is not a thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's much like space is the Australia of the universe. Everything wants to kill you.
1: But, like, if you're not familiar, fundamentally, you have, like, basically three collections of humans. You have Earth, you have the Mars colony, which is all still under domes because they're working on terraforming it, but, Mm -hmm. like, politics and money and all that crap has kept, you know, it from actually going forward as planned.
0: It's like New Galactica, essentially, but, you know, a little bit heavier on the... I I haven't seen it before, but, like, a little bit heavier on the um, social commentary.
1: Yeah, and then then there's the belt, so there's a whole bunch of people that live out in the belt that like provide a lot of services for the, the inners and they uh, mostly get treated like shit. So yeah, it's uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of it's like it's like, oh, you know, we, we love to think that like Star Trek is how things are gonna play out. This is a lot more realistic, honestly. Oh
0: man, like Star Trek Universe is the one that I want.
1: Well, but I mean it's not in fairness, we're gonna get. I mean, but... we might get it eventually, but you have to remember the thing that people like to conveniently forget about like the Star Trek universe is the fact that like we went through like multiple fucking genocides and like species-wide wars before we got to that point. Like a significant portion of the population was wiped out multiple times before we got to that point. So we might It just might take a whole shitload of people dying over and over before we get there. Because that's, I mean, that makes the Star Trek universe a little bit more plausible to me. Because it's like, okay, yeah. finally
0: learned the lessons of the past and that violence isn't the answer.
1: Yeah, like, do do you not remember, like, passing, you know, references to, like, the eugenics wars and stuff?
0: Yeah, I remember the eugenics wars. Yeah. I was there, man. I was in the front line. I was in shit.
1: It hasn't happened I, I
0: will be Sorry uh, Forward and backwards time
1: Everybody throws. Like there will be a End bunch, of that
0: bombshell <laughs> There will just be A bunch
1: of people Like trying to stab you Because it's like This fucker can't exist Eugenics Eugenics are the best Yeah fuck this guy
0: Yeah Alright um, We are getting Very much off the rails So we're gonna wrap it up We've been New England Beer Reviews You can check us out On um, Facebook And twitter twitter we're at n e beer reviews i think um you can also please give us some money on patreon um
1: we're on instagram we don't really want to like,
0: monetize this uh but it's like patreon.com backslash n e b r that's the initials of our show new england beer reviews n e b r um fucking what am i forgetting hey if you're a fan and you want to call out email us like our, our fucking email is new england beer reviews at gmail.com spell it all the fuck out without any spaces we'll fucking give you a holla <laughs> um uh, actually that should probably be a tier on like patreon but yeah
1: whatever. i mean hey if give us some, get... give us some
0: money and we will definitely give you a holla
1: again <laughs> We just need a second. Have you checked on the Patreon in a while before I say this?
0: No, but I haven't gotten any um, push notifications from the New England Beer Reviews email. So I don't think we've gotten anything for that because i get keep a, saying
1: we we want to record bonus one more episodes. person we have We're, we've one, got like one we just fucking we, don't we want a like,
0: second donate two dollars
1: donate two
0: dollars and then you can be cooler than all of your friends because you'll have access to bonus episodes i was from gonna us. say
1: not just access <laughs> you'll be the reason that a podcast yeah. recorded bonus episodes
0: And if you like what we're talking about and what we say, it's, again, probably going to be like beer in a movie kind of format. I don't know. Ideas are changing as Cedar Screw It comes together in my brain. But, hey, check out Cedar Screw It coming in the next month or so.
1: Whenever the fuck. I mean, we're going to probably record for the first time this weekend, but, like, we don't want to be dumb. We don't need to be, we don't need things to be as current with this podcast. We're going to try to get some under our belt before we release any. Yes. But, yes, I'm going to be more, less the expert and more the dumb everyman. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The fry. If you don't know Futurama, I'm going to be the dumb everyman like there's gonna i guarantee you there's gonna be a a chunk of movies in that we talk about in this that i am gonna be like well i just saw this for the first time or like indeed you know even with a lot of them it'll be like i just watched this for the second time
0: indeed all right well on that bombshell my beer is empty so we are going to draw to a close We've already given our information to you, and if you didn't pay attention, then fuck you! (laughs) Yay! Um,
1: I've been TJ Davis, the biggest idiot ever!
0: (laughs) And I've been Emily Schick. Uh...
1: My dick is bigger than yours?
0: Adios. (laughs) Oh, that works too. all right um yeah no we're gonna fuck off now so thank you for listening um give us money
1: <laughs> give us money and we love you very much
0: yes we love
1: you not in a creek